Oh, hi there. This is the Wits Up podcast and today we are welcoming Ashley Gentle to the airwaves. Now, I actually spoke to Ash a few weeks ago while she was staying at the AIS with a bunch of other triathletes as they undertook uh, some testing. Uh, Now, I'm using air quotation marks here. The testing was designed to investigate the possible benefit of a nutritional strategy termed sleep low, end quotes. That was a direct quote from Greg Cox, the sports dietitian and sports science medicine coordinator there. Uh, And soon on the website, we're going to be highlighting a little bit more about this. Now, typically with this podcast, we try to stay pretty free of swim, bike and run. But considering when we recorded this episode, uh, I was with Ash at the AIS. So I figured we should at least discuss what she got up to while she was there. Following that, we'll take you on a whirlwind of tangents that cover things like the influence her family have had on her, her severe inability to remember movie titles, references or quotes, which kind of negates a good 50% of my vernacular, and her dream of maybe one day owning a cafe with, of course, her boyfriend Josh, the head barista. Now, speaking of Josh and coffee, you guys should all check out Skull Duggery Coffee. Josh and fellow triathlete Dan Wilson are roasting and selling some delicious coffee beans that you should all check out. I've just tried the El Salvador and I'm very happy with my new brew. This is not a paid endorsement. I am just a big fan of coffee. So pop that kettle on and let's get to know the lovely Ash Gentle. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. No worries. Now, we're actually in Canberra at the moment at the AIS. I've come up to, I guess, track and document what you guys have been up to um, here, including testing and training. Can you give us just a, just a brief overview of what you've been up to here at, here at the AIS? Uh, well, my overview won't be overly scientific, um, <laughs> but I guess um, for us, there's been two stages of the test. So uh, in the first week, I was sleep low and basically uh, that means that um, we were doing a high intensity training workout uh, and I had to eat uh, all the carbs that I'd usually eat in a day um, before that high intensity workout and then um, I have a dinner which contained very minimal to no carbohydrate and then uh, the next morning we would be monitored over a low intensity workout and uh, yeah a lactic acid you know um bloods taken uh heart rate and and whatnot and i guess on the flip side of that uh which which i've been doing this week is uh i've been on sleep high so i can uh you know eat the carbohydrates over the day um, and have some at night as well after the high intensity workout and then uh the next morning before the low intensity workout you actually get fed a very significant amount of carbohydrates before the low intensity workout. And obviously that creates a really big difference from the sleep high and the sleep low. And um, they they monitor you over that. Just just quickly, can you let everyone know what you're actually eating in the morning? Because you told me yesterday and I, I couldn't believe how much you're actually <laughs> throwing down your throat. Uh, yeah, so I guess before the workout we had uh, apple juice, uh two pieces of raisin toast. Um, maybe maybe the guys had another couple of pieces of normal bread oh, yeah. um, and then also a gel <laughs> in the low-intensity workout, which is 
just a 40 minute run. Um, and then when you got back, you got fed um, more raisin toast, more bread and avo and eggs just to oh even it out, I guess, a bit. Far out. How did you, did you feel sick running? Uh, no, I, I didn't actually feel too bad, but yeah, yeah like I said, I think that um, significant amount of gluten at one time yeah. kind of affected me later on the day. Um, bit of bit of heartburn there, but um, <laughs> it was rectified for the next couple of trials. Um, but yeah, so I guess it it will be really interesting to see the results because um, obviously I don't know um, all about the study and the the scientists have obviously looking at a lot of different things, but mm. um, the major thing as well is uh, the effect that maybe sleeping low has on your um, bone density, your bone health, and also iron absorption. Um, yeah. Because obviously if you're – we've always been eating the same amount of carbs, but um, obviously when you eat them during the day and if you're sleeping low um, without, you know, having carbohydrates after a high-intensity workout um, – they're really interested to see the effects on what that may have on your bones and your iron absorption. So yeah. I think it'll be really interesting to see the results. Um, uh, yeah. W- when they come out, which, you know, it'll take time, but yeah. yeah, it's been interesting to be part of it. And I imagine there'd be a bit of a difference between men and women, like iron levels in women, you know, generally tend to be quite different as well. So surely that would be uh, quite interesting to see too. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, females, I guess, have a bit of a history of having iron troubles, um, especially in endurance events. And I guess, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see the difference between male and female. Um, But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, um, we're just, we're just here doing what we're told and um, hopefully we've been good lab rats and (laughs) we can get some good information uh, later on. And how have you been going with, because um, I know you like to sort of get away from the swim, bike, run world when you can and, you know, have that other personal side of things. But while you're here, you really you really are stuck in a, a, a bit of a bubble. So how are you coping with not being able to escape the triathlon world? Yeah, I've definitely been in a bit of a tri-bubble um, <laughs> post-Gold Coast, but and and you know, it that's part of it too. Part of the study is to um, record everything you eat. And I guess, like I said to you yesterday, I, I've never recorded what I've eaten, how many carbs I've eaten. So that's kind of new. So um, we've been able to go out um, to different cafes, but you have to be that awkward person taking a picture of your meal. So the dietitian back here can can have a look at it and try and determine how many carbs you consumed in it. So um that's been interesting, but, uh, you know, I've, I've sought out some pretty good coffee shops, um, around the place. So well done. Yeah. Um, that's, that's been a little bit of an escape. And also, um, I was really lucky that Josh came down for 10 days and he hung out. So that was really cool to see him and, um, yeah, just see him for a little bit before I head to Yokohama. Nice. Now, actually speaking of this whole, um, food intake and and writing down um what you've been eating i've every podcast we've only done three so you're the fourth but i've been giving people presents so i've got your little present this is exciting (laughs) i I hope you like it you can open it now okay oh i'm nervous (laughs) don't be nervous i probably like it i like everything oh well good it's a scary thing (laughs) oh wow that's a big ball of chocolate what is inside they've got freeze-dried strawberries inside that's pretty so, amazing yeah 
That thank you so much. No that worries. that is a really good present, actually. Yes, I'm stoked with that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're allowed to eat it while you're here on on camp, but I thought either you're allowed to have it now or you can have it as oh, a gift after. Yeah, trust me. There's been plenty of chocolate consumed. As long as you record it, you're fine. You just have to record it. But ah, okay. So yeah, it's cool. all good. Yeah. Actually, when I said that we were coming here, um, Tripon Australia actually said, "Can you find out if you can?" Uh, uh, can you suss out whether you can find Ash's hidden stash of chocolate or lollies or something? <laughs> she must be quite well known for that. Oh, I don't know who told you that, but... Um, I have my sources. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, so probably not... I'm more of a chocolate fan than lollies. Chocolate. But, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. always a stash. <laughs> <laughs> What's your chocolate of choice? Oh, at the moment I've got a few. Um, I've got green and blacks uh, and lint. What's a green and black? Uh, oh, green and blacks is the brand. It's oh. um, yeah. There's there's milk chocolate and dark chocolate, but I've been enjoying the dark chocolate lately. And um, Charlotte actually uh, gifted me uh, Pana chocolate, P A N A. It's um okay. yeah, it was really good. It was fig and orange dark chocolate. So that was a new one for me. But all right, yeah, that was good. Cool. Yeah. Um, I also want to go back to um, you mentioned your boyfriend Josh and um being lovers of coffee yep <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus here you told me about a coffee the name of a coffee that he asked for at the local cafe <laughs> I don't think this is appropriate I don't even like saying this to the baristas so I say it no I, I don't think I can see I honestly don't I I can't do it and that's why Josh just orders it and maybe Does he order it to piss you off I'm like, not sure. <laughs> I, I don't even really know if it's a thing. Maybe he's just stitching me up the whole time. That's why I'm too nervous about this. Okay, I'll say it. It's apparently there's a coffee called a schlong. So, yeah. <laughs> and I guess it kind of makes sense because it's it's in between a short black and a long black, hence that name. So I guess it makes sense, but... I personally don't think it's completely appropriate. So I would rather just say, can I have a long black with less water? I think that's that's a nicer way to say it. But um, yeah, Josh can order for me. And if he wants to say that, um, good on him. But I'll be hiding on the other side of the coffee shop. <laughs> Head down, embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I, I want to move along. Um, now, now, as someone from media i i love using puns in in headings of articles and stuff and you know your last name being gentle oh well <laughs> are you sick of media and people using your last name you know along the lines of there was nothing gentle about <laughs> ashley gentle's race today yeah you know? <laughs> well good luck finding finding an original one because yeah. if you've got one i'm sure i could yeah, find one in the archives and, and tell you it's already been done because there's definitely plenty out there. Yeah, plenty, but they can't stray too far from the from the same concept, right? Yeah, there's no. There's not much you can do with it, I'm sure. Yeah. I have to think of something around Ash or Ashley. Yeah. No, Gentle's been done. It's Yeah. yeah it's worn out. What's your middle name? <laughs> uh, Marie. Marie. Yeah. Mm, how do you solve, solve a problem like – no, that's Maria – do you know, even know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> I can pretend, <laughs> but... The Sound of Music? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. my mum loves that, I know, but I can't really say I've, I'm the biggest fan. Yeah, no, That's okay. I haven't actually watched it myself, but I know all the songs. Okay. And my husband, Brett, 
Actually, you know on Netflix when you can see what's been watched recently? Yeah. Every time away, I'm away, I get home and that's been watched. That's wow. his movie of choice. Yeah, yeah well, he can't Gross escape figure. that. Netflix is too smart for him, exactly. obviously. And he's not so good with technology, so he would have no idea. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, it, that's up your sleeve. Exactly. You <laughs> I'm always watching. <laughs> um, let, let's move on. Um, I, I want to talk more about uh, your time growing up. Um, I get a bit of a sense that you're you're quite close to your parents. You spend a bit of time with your mum when you get the opportunity, hanging yep. out at cafes and whatnot. Yeah. What what sort of um or how important has their role been in, I guess your childhood and then growing up into into being an adult. Um yeah, it's been hugely important. Um and I think that, you know, my mum still wakes up at four thirty every morning without what? fail, and I honestly think it's my fault. I think that those early mornings dropping me off at either swim, bike or run training with with Jenny Alcorn um, on the Gold Coast. Yeah, I honestly think that I think that's my fault. (laughs) And um, no, but obviously both both my parents have been there and been really supportive um, of whatever I wanted to do. And, you know, and the great thing about them, too, is that they've never um, pushed me or made me feel as though I have had to do something. Um, they obviously could tell straight away that I had a, a love for sport and, you know, so did both of my brothers. So, um, they just supported all of us in what we wanted to do and, and drove us around as, you know, many kind parents do as a taxi service. And, um, you know, I'll always be very grateful for, you know, the way they, they brought us up because I always felt as though, um, yeah, I, I could do, do what I want and I'd be supported and, um, yeah, and and it was always good to have them at races as well. You know, yeah. as I've furthered on in my career, um, you know, they love to come out and and see some of the races when they can. So um, that's always pretty special as well. I I don't think um, as kids we fully appreciate how much our mums or dads drive us around everywhere we went. Like yeah. I look back what I used to do, and I, I've got no idea how my mum held down a job, looked after three yeah. kids, and kept me going to all my sporting events it's insane yeah it is and um you know and I think that when you when I was in high school and you know my brother and I went through a stage we just fought so much and I look back at that and I'm like my poor mother what she had to listen to while being a taxi service on the way to the school um yeah it's yeah parents are pretty impressive in that way and I guess uh you know even away from sport, um, I went to a really great school on the Gold Coast, uh, All Saints, and I absolutely loved it there. And um, yeah, to send us, all of us kids through All Saints, mum went back to work um, to do that. And, you know, she never really, she never really said that, you know, when, when we went through school. And I don't think I would have totally appreciated that while I was at school. But now looking back, I'm, I'm just, like, wow, that's really special, mm. you know. Um, my mum's the kind of person I'm sure she would have probably preferred being a housewife and, and doing what she was doing in, in the past. But then, um, yeah, she wanted to do what she thought was best for us. And we all got um, a really great education, which really balanced us out from our love of sport too. And, yeah, she went back and and went to work so we could yeah. do that. So. Um, I think, you know, your level of appreciation for your parents, whether it be for sport or 
not for sport. Um, you know, it definitely increases as you get older. And when you look back and, um, realize how big of an impact they've had on you. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, I, I remember, um, a lot of my friends, mums or dads would pick me up in the afternoon, uh, after school and I'd hang out at their house before mum could come home from work or I might go and play a badminton tournament or, you know, or whatever. And sometimes when mum couldn't be there, I would, it would feel like a bit of a personal attack. Like, well, why can't you come and support me? And it wasn't until much later on that I realized that, well, she was supporting us by going to work. Yeah, exactly. Whatever we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So impressive. I don't know how, like I see some of my friends with kids and one kid is enough. I don't know how still three. Yeah, what are they th- what were they thinking? I know. It's, so where do you sit in a lineup with your brothers? I'm the middle child. Me too. Yeah. So what do you think? So um you know how like a lot of the times they say the baby of the family is the most spoiled. Oh ha- gosh. True? Yeah. Oh well both of my parents were the youngest child, so my youngest oh. brother was always destined to be all right. <laughs> well looked after. <laughs> and what do they do now, your brothers? Um, well, my my older brother actually lives in Sydney. Yeah. Um, and he's a physiotherapist. He okay. has his own practice um, yeah. in Hornsby. Uh, and then my younger brother uh, graduated last year from engineering and has a job um, on the Gold Coast wow. slash Brisbane. So he's yeah. still back um, in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are your brother's names, sorry? Um, younger brother's Nick and yeah. my older brother's Scott. So, oh, my brother's Scott. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so you, Scott, the physio. Yep. So do you lean on him for advice at any time? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when he first moved down to Sydney, I was, I was so gutted. I was like, damn, my own personal physio has just <laughs> moved away. Um, but you know, he moved down, uh, quite a while ago now, and I think that there was better job opportunities down there for him. So, yeah. um, you know, he moved down with a few of his mates. They had a bit of a bachelor pad down there in, yeah. in Sydney and probably loved living living away from home, all three of them. And yeah. now I think um, they're obviously all still great friends, but they've got their own relationships and got got their own girlfriends and kind of yeah. moved apart, but still all live down in Sydney. So yeah, um, yeah he, he's, he's been great to, to chat to. Uh, and he's always been really interested in triathlon and, and sports. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good to be able to pick up the phone and, and chat to him. Um, not always about, you know, triathlon, but um, yeah, pick his brain about things as well. Cause um, yeah, I really trust him. Obviously yeah. he's my brother, but um, I think he's a, a great physio as well. So it's been awesome. good. And with all the travel that you do with triathlon, do you get to catch up with your brothers very often? Uh, well, my younger brother, Nick, he still lives at home in Queensland. Yeah. So before I moved down to, to Wollongong to train with Jamie, I was at home as well. Yeah. So um, my brother is, <laughs> he's, extremely social. So I wouldn't actually see him as much as one would think when we're living under the same roof. But, um, yeah, I saw him obviously quite a lot. Um, but as I said, Scott moved away fairly early on, um, you know, after a a couple of years after graduating uni. So didn't, haven't seen him as much, but now that, you know, I've made the move, uh, down South, maybe, you know, it'll create more opportunity to see him. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then you mentioned sport. You guys all sort of grew up, or was it 
mainly your older brother and you who love sport or you're all pretty much oh yeah we're all pretty sporty um you know my my brothers really love cricket and yeah a bit of soccer and um yeah they they're always kind of involved in a few different sports yeah and you you had um you dabbled in a bit of touch touch footy yeah yeah school yeah I was definitely involved in team sports before um you know being involved in triathlon pretty seriously so uh, yeah, I played netball and touch football for about, yeah, seven or eight years, like quite yeah, a long right. time. I, I started fairly early and, um, also did running as well, just a couple of times a week. And, um, yeah, so I made my first representative side for touch football before I did anything else. So, um, cool. yeah. And then they, you know, I tried to keep them up, but then once triathlon started, uh, it was yeah. way too difficult. So yeah. um, I did it for a little bit, balancing them all. But um, yeah, obviously when you choose one sport in triathlon, you're taking up three. So yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, netball was the first to go and then tri- uh, then touch football. Yeah. Um, and yeah, stuck with triathlon. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have um, skills? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't played, you know, obviously for, for a long time. But yeah. I don't know. I can, I can pass a footy. <laughs> um, I could probably still do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, no, that's, that's, I haven't done that for a long time. <laughs> can you, do you reckon you can catch a footy? Cause I've, I've got a theory that not many triathletes are good at like ball handling skills. Well, I, th- I think I would back myself only because I was mm. forced to when my, you know, growing up yes. with two brothers, two brothers yep. um, I was either forced to be a bowler, a batsman, a fieldsman in cricket, <laughs> or, you know, we'd play this game where they would uh, just kick the football up as high as possible and they'd try and teach me how to, how to catch it. Awesome. Um, and I would always put out my hands just to try and catch it, you know, with the palms of my hands, out, hands outstretched. And they always would try and teach me how to catch it on my chest. Yeah. And it it was so ridiculous, but we would be out on the street for so long when it was, you know, the sun was setting, but I would have to try and catch this damn football, which had skyrocket up into the air. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I was ever too great, but, um, you know, you get forced when you're the the only, only female. You've got to hold your own. Absolutely. Yeah. When I was growing up, um, it's exactly the same thing, but it got to a point where I was the sportiest out of <laughs> my brothers as well. And um, mum would have to actually, I'd go and watch them play cricket and mum would have to get me to sit down because otherwise I'd be on the field playing. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then one day um, I think someone didn't turn up. So the coach of the boys team asked if I could play. So my brothers were pissed because it was their time to shine. Yeah, and yeah. I, it, I was standing you know, in the slips or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I could, yeah, they wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, well, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's not my fault I could outmark them either. <laughs> I definitely couldn't play cricket. That, yeah, I, I, no? was, I wasn't too good. They didn't, they weren't impressed with my cricket skills, but. Not yeah. even backyard cricket? Um. Oh, you know, backyard cricket to an extent, but I kind of yeah. got bored if I wasn't batsman. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that classic that classic move of yeah, I'll have a bat, but no, I won't stand out on the field. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> yeah, that was me, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I love it. Um, now we spoke about your mum, but um, haven't chatted about your dad. What What does he do? Um, my dad works for Suncorp, so okay. um. 
yeah, he's been uh, in the bank for, yeah, a really long time. I think he first started working at NAB uh, when he was really young, like 17, 18. Yeah. And yeah, he's been involved in that for his whole life. So wow. um, I think he was with NAB for, uh, yeah, at least 20 years before he moved around a little bit. And um, yeah, that's why we moved from Brisbane, where I was born, to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, I was only, I think, five at the time. But yeah, okay. we moved for dad's work and um, everyone was... Well, my mum was pretty upset at the time because obviously you have your friends and yeah. had family in Brisbane, but um, yeah, pretty pretty happy in the end that yeah, I grew up on the Gold Coast and yeah, yeah, it's for for dad's work, so it all worked out. <laughs> and does your does your mum work at the moment as well? Yeah, she still yeah. works. Yep, What's she's she um a teacher's aide at yep. uh, St Bridget's. Um, helps out a few days a week with uh, special needs kids. Yeah. So yeah, she she went to work. I was, yeah, a long time ago now and we've all started through school and, um, yeah. yeah, so she's still there. Wow. Yeah. Working with special needs kids, that's, um, that takes a lot of heart and soul to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. She, um, I guess um, it's something which, oh, yeah, we'll probably appreciate even further, you mm. know, um, when she, you know, gives it away and probably, yeah, looks back and, yeah, yeah thinks about, you know, actually what a, what a good job she's been doing. Cause I'm sure that's a job which could get quite, um, you know, frustrating at times mm. if, um, you know, some of the kids, um, are quite, you know, rebellious and, um, growing up in, you know, in a primary school, there's a big mix of kids and obviously there's, um, yeah, different personalities, yeah, different needs. And, yeah. um, I think you'd need to have a lot of patience with, with kids of that age. So, um, yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure they they appreciate it as well. Yeah, definitely. Do do you um are both your parents quite patient people? Oh yeah, I definitely say so. Um, my dad's definitely mellowed with age as well. I would say he was. Um, it was funny growing up. He was you know really into his football and and watching a game. It would be more stressful because of dad's stress yeah. levels rather yeah. than what's happening on the screen. But um, yeah. Yeah, he's as he's got older actually, he's, he's mellowed out a lot and he's um yeah, really patient and and so is my mum. So yeah. um yeah. Are you patient? Uh I don't know. Uh, it depends who you ask, to be honest. <laughs> um if I'm if I'm really hungry, probably not. <laughs> if I'm well fed, probably more so. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So here you're fine. You've been fed. Oh yeah. Here, so I, I'm I'm well patient. okay. Yeah. <laughs> What do you reckon you, what sort of characteristics do you think you've um, gotten from your dad and from your mum, do you think? Uh, or what's the number one from either? I don't know. I guess um, some people, I, I don't know, some people would say I'm I'm fairly easygoing. Yeah. Um, so I think that... Um, maybe from, from both of them, particularly my mum, she kind yeah. of, um, just rolls with it. So, yeah. um, I, I think sometimes I'm, I'm not like that. I can get worked up a little bit in cert- certain situations, but I think most of the time I'm, I'm fairly easygoing and we'll kind of, um, go with the flow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've, I've always thought you're pretty easygoing. 
Yeah, I I think so. But then sometimes I think if you were to ask Josh that, he would say yeah. definitely not. So, yeah. <laughs> but I guess um you know those those people that um know you the most and kind of see all aspects of you can kind of maybe give the best indication of what you like when um yeah all emotions are yeah. are there. <laughs> Behind closed doors. Behind it's closed true. doors, exactly. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, most people think that I'm always having fun and super bubbly and yeah. mental and crazy, <laughs> but I shut the door and usually crash and poor Brett has to put up with it. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> yeah, poor Brett and poor Josh, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> Whatever. They, they still love us. <laughs> exactly. We are very lovable, though. It's true. Um, now, I wanna, we're going to circle, probably keep circling back a lot of the times as I remember stuff that you've said. Um, but back to school, um, you went to university um, to, stu- to study health and nutrition. Is that right? Yeah, Bachelor of Public Health. Um, and yeah. then I was starting to major in nutrition. Okay. So yeah. where's, where's it, where are you at with all of that now? Um, well, I actually had a meeting just yesterday with a you know, oh. personal excellence and development um, lady Liv here at AIS. And Is her name Lady Liv? Uh, just live, but I think that rolled on too too much. There was supposed to be a, a comma in there, but <laughs> um, tried to get it out too quick. Uh, yes, so shit, that was actually great because I've been deferred for quite a while now, and um, I guess a little bit unfortunate that um, my degree doesn't really exist anymore um, oh. because not long after I started, they started uh, just a nutrition degree. Yeah. which they didn't have when I when I started. So I went into public health because that was the way to get into nutrition. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, my degree, you know, it's kind of, you know, they're kind of fa- phasing it out. Yeah. So I've kind of got to look at what I want to do um, if I want to keep, you know, the credits which I earn. Um, and I've got to make decisions on what what I do because I kind of got to a point where, I did all I could when I was traveling. Yeah. Um, I studied full time for a year and a half and, and went to university when, you know, I didn't travel that much. Yeah. But obviously when the travel increased, um, I took subjects which I could do and took some exams when I was in Europe. But that kind of came to an end when I had to do chemistry too. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was able to do labs when I wasn't traveling. But then obviously... You know, the the yeah. next year I, I was I was in Europe, so it was a bit difficult um, to you can't finish a subject if you have to be there. Yeah. You know, obviously weekly. So I'm at a crossroads at the moment with that. So um, I'm kind of looking at seeing what I can do, where I could put my credits to maybe f- see if I can keep keep studying. Yeah. Um, but I'd have to extend the years in which I can do that because. You know, generally you only get 10 years to finish a degree. Okay. So um, I started in 09 and, you know, the, the years are ticking. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got to see if I can get that extended or else um, it's going to be pretty difficult, you know, obviously with the travel and yeah. training and racing, which I want to do in triathlon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Far out. Doing adult stuff, thinking long term. Hey, yeah, I know it's a bit scary. <laughs> I know, but um, I guess you got to think about that too, because, um, you know, I I value my education, yeah. and um, obviously, you know, it was it was hard work doing full time uni when I was training. So it would feel such a shame to throw that away and yeah, just think like, 
okay, my course has changed. I'll just be done. Um, it might end up be doing like I might have to do that, but at, in the end, I want to I want to look at the options to see what I can do and make yeah. sure I'm kind of educated. So when I make the decision, I'm really happy about it. Yeah. So at the moment, I've just got to look at um yeah what are the options. So I when I make a decision, it's an educated one, and I yeah. can and I can do it pretty confidently. So, so in a perfect world, if you weren't doing triathlon, what what would you be doing? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Well, um, yeah, I I thought that nutrition was something that I wanted to do when I left school. Yeah, but obviously that was a really long time ago now, and um, it's something that I'm really interested in. But I'm actually not sure if that's something I'd like to pursue as a career. Yeah. Um. So I was even thinking and looking at a few different business degrees. Um. Yeah. Where I could, yeah, you know, some of my my credits could go across and then, um, uh, perhaps finish a a business degree. Um, and they're, they're types of degrees, which, um, are quite good to do online and for people that are away and and traveling. So it actually might be a good option. Um, cause I guess my, my dream is to open a cafe. Um, Ah. so I guess that's in a, in a dream world, that's something which I would really love to do. So obviously, um, yeah, a business degree would obviously be helpful there. So that's why I kind of started to look at it as well. Cool. What is it just because you, the passion for coffee and good food, is that, that the reason behind the cafe? Um, yeah, I guess I probably, before having a passion for coffee, I probably, uh, had a passion for, for baking and, and food. Ah. So, um, it's something which I really love to do growing up and I, I still really love to do. So, um, I think it came just from cooking first of all. Yeah. And then obviously, um, with, some influence of Josh with the coffee. I've started to really, really enjoy that as well. So um, I've already appointed him as my barista. So (laughs) I've got that sorted. (laughs) Nice. I don't think you would have had a choice really. (laughs) And that's about it. But, um, you know, obviously, um, yeah, having a passion now for coffee, it kind of obviously makes sense um, with the baked goods. So, um, yeah, that would be, yeah, that's a dream of mine. But Cool. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> what kind of baked goods? Um, I guess I I enjoy cooking meals, but yeah, the baked food, you know, baking is is more of something I like doing. So, yeah. um, yeah, just just anything really. Um, muffins, cupcakes, slices, like yeah. healthy treats. Um, I kind of really like looking through recipes, and you know, some recipes you just keep it keep it as is, and um you know, take all the, the goodness yeah. it from it. But other ones, you know, I like to look at them and try and tweak them and change them into maybe a healthier option. Yeah. So um, there's some some things I do now which um, I've kind of just, uh, yeah, created. So it, it's hard because I never actually write it down. But, um, yeah, right. yeah, maybe I should s- start documenting these things. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, l- looking through recipes and, and obviously maybe keeping them as is. But yeah, kind of looking at it from a health perspective too. Um, yeah. And also as I train, there's sometimes there's things that I like to make, which I can take out, you know, for bike rides or, um, mm. you know, traveling. So, um, you know, yeah. sometimes it's great to have snacks, which aren't um, bought from, <laughs> from the airport, which are usually pretty gross. So yeah, um, yeah stuff that you can kind of take away that's convenient um, when we're pretty busy. 
yeah. that's um something which I kind of like to do as well. You can start up a cookbook. Yeah, that's that's that would be cool, but that's the thing. I've got to have to start to write these yeah. things down because do it. Yeah, I don't know how many cups or grams are in in some of the things I make. I kind of just put it all together to be honest. But um, yeah, yeah, that that could be cool too. But um, I don't know. Will you buy it? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the photos for you. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. and we'll document it. We'll could collaborate. Do a video series. Yeah. Done. Nice. Sorted. Got to retire tomorrow. And you'll be fine. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Um, actually, I think I read somewhere that, um, one of the things you like to do, cause a lot of, um, I guess age groups and people who are listening to this, um, love to hear about what you guys get up to like, off the racetrack and off the training track. And I yeah. think I read somewhere that you, you really enjoy hosting dinner parties with friends. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I guess yeah. that comes back to, um, cooking and yeah. I guess probably that, you know, socializing with friends is great. And if it's over, you know, some good food and, um, it kind of makes it all the more nicer. Yeah. Um, yeah, not necessarily, um, that formal, but, you know, uh, you know, obviously when I was in Queensland, um, a lot of my friends have actually moved to Brisbane for work, but, um, we were kind of being close enough for a while now to kind of, you know, try and make those nights where, you either come over to one person's place or yeah. um, everyone cooks something and then we come together to, to enjoy it. And, yeah. um, you know, my friends have always been great and always really understanding in that, uh, you know, they know that, you know, late nights and, um, <laughs> you know, big, big parties aren't really something which is um, part of part of my schedule. So, um, you know, obviously there's a time and place for that you know, after the triathlon season, but they're really great in that, you know, they want to include me and yeah. um, that's something you can do. You can, you know, catch up over food and I think it's a really nice way to do it. Yeah, definitely. That's why I married a chef. So yeah. I can just invite the people, we get him to do the work. That's, yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> um, I'm going to take this on a massive tangent because when I was trying to do a bit of research about you the other day, um, in a Google search, I think it was like the third page. Oh gosh! <laughs> no, it's so fine. You, have you heard of IMDb, Internet Movie Database? Yes. Yeah. You are on that. Did you know that? I know you, you're in it. For what? For the Commonwealth Games. I was like, what? It can't be the same, Ashley Gentle. And you are on IMDb. Wow, that's really strange. Okay. Pretty cool though. But I haven't done anything. But it, it must have been the Commonwealth Games, uh, like an on uh, television broadcast or something. Really? And God, yeah. I don't even remember doing that. Yeah. There you go. Jeez, I have to look that up. It didn't give us much information, unfortunately. No. Oh, but right. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, that is kind of kind of cool, but yeah, a little bit scary. Yeah, <laughs> Not sure well, how that happened. Yeah, little that's bit, right. A little bit weird everywhere. Can't Nothing really say weird. I. Google myself too often, so <laughs> that's why I didn't know that. <laughs> sure. Um, but speaking of that, movies and whatnot, mm-hmm. do you get opportunities to uh, go to the movies, watch TV shows? What's your show of choice? Okay, so Ooh, this, this is, is serious. No, no, okay, this is <laughs> always a question that comes up in you know typical bios that you have to answer, like favorite movie or favorite. Oh, um, I hate being something. typical. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to diss your question. Like, it's great. No, but... I thought you were easygoing. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying this is this is something that comes up and I'm actually so boring. Like, I don't know. Okay, 
<laughs> and I think you need Josh here to come and explain how I think I have short-term memory loss because I could oh. watch a movie. It could have been like last week and he'll say <laughs> something about the movie and I won't know what he's talking about. He'll have to jog my memory in, in what happened for me to remember that it even happened. Right. And I don't remember actors' names. I don't remember movie titles. <laughs> I don't remember same with songs and albums. It's just it's just not my forte. Wow. So I just I honestly I'm very reliant on Josh for movie selection and remembering what happened even because I'm just terrible. Really? I don't even know what my favorite movie is. I don't know. So what do you say when people ask you to write down in the boring I probably make it up. I probably ask Josh and I probably write down something he says for me to say because I don't know. And I'll be, I'll, I'll say, did I enjoy that? And he's like, you did. So, <laughs> so I'll write it down. But that's the honest truth. I never know what to write for those sorts of questions. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's probably Josh's answer. I love it. Yeah. Actually, that's when I guess when it's a written one, it's okay because you can yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Like I got interviewed the other day and I mean, that question wasn't asked, but there were certain questions that I was like, God, I ask these questions to athletes all the time and I don't even know how to answer them. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's really not my forte. I'm sorry. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Should I go down the line of saying what's your favorite color? (laughs) Color? Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) We're pretty scraping the bottom of the barrel. This is when we start talking about the weather, right? Yeah. Oh gosh. No. Well, let's, let's cut. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) Um, No, I do. uh, Again, we're circling back. um, Cause you know, I really do get the sense that um, you've got strong family values. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, you sound surprised. No. You can correct me if I'm wrong. No, that's that's. I like that you think that. That's nice. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, from this discussion, yes. Yeah. But also, I, oh, this uh, the way <laughs> I was going to say it's going to sound creepy. <laughs> but watching you from afar, but you know, I like to. That's why I like coming to these kind of uh, camps and stuff. Not only to gather content, but you really just. I like to to watch a lot and see how people interact and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So while I like to be center of attention in amongst it all I also like stepping back and yeah. just just watching and just over the years that's certainly an impression that I've gotten from you yeah um but but outside of your parents and um family values and all that who else has been um a major part of your life um whether it be getting into triathlon or not but just <clears throat> someone I guess who you know, think of yourself at a, at a um, fork in the roads and who, who sort of helped you get through that sort of time in your life. Um, That's pretty deep, wasn't it? Yeah, but, and, and th- <laughs> it would be hard to pinpoint just, you know, one person. Um, obviously, you know, if I had to, I'd t- to say one, like obviously Josh um, yeah. has been a huge influence in my life and um, we met through triathlon as well as juniors. So, um, yeah, I, I feel as though... You know, he's he's not just my boyfriend, but also a great friend and Aww. someone who, you know, I trust with, you know, I, I trust, you know, him completely. And yeah. I think that um, he's an extremely honest person. And yes. yeah, so what what you see is what you get. And I know that, um, you know, I, I really appreciate that because I really value honesty. Yeah. And um, I think that's why how our relationship has worked over the years because 
you know, there's been years where we haven't seen each other for months. And I guess that's um, been quite difficult. But, you know, um, over the years as well, we've just developed um, trust um, and honesty. And I think that that's helped, um, you know, both of us make our relationship work. And I guess if I was at a a major fork and uh, he would be someone who I definitely would speak to. Yeah. Um, and I know that no matter what happened, he would have my back. Um, and yeah, li- literally no matter what happened, I knew that he would be there. And I think that's, that's really special because, um, and something which I don't think I value as much even just until I say it now. Yeah, right. Um, and I think that, you know, that there's times where, uh, you know, I wish that, it was easier and I wish we could see each other every day, but, um, at the moment we don't, but, um, yeah, we've made it work and he's obviously a a pretty important person in my life. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) That's really nice. It's, um, I find relationships interesting being in triathlon or, or whatever, but for me growing up, I always thought that a relationship had to follow a certain path and, you know, in movies and TVs, not TV shows, not that you'd remember, but you know, relationships are always pretty standard. Yeah. Um, and I look at say Brett and I, for example, we we are polar opposites. Yeah. Um, and not that you two are polar opposites, but you don't have the traditional relationship that a lot of other people have. Yeah. But I think, uh, like you just said, it can make things a lot stronger and yeah. not being the cookie cutter relationship um, yeah. is, is interesting and yeah. Bonds you together even more. Yeah. I, I can totally relate to that because yeah. um yeah, just growing up and you know, with, with Josh um, a, a lot of uh, some people that know me really well and some people that don't know me well at all um sometimes have something to say about it and you know and that's fine everyone's like entitled to their opinion but um you know even just like you know why even in Queensland we didn't live together or why don't you do this or that um and you know we've been together for a long time but you know we we chose to do what we did so eventually when the time comes that um you know we have the opportunity to to, to move in together and, um, you know, you know, have a, have a place together, we can do that. So, um, we haven't exactly (laughs) followed, yeah, a a normal line of of what a relationship looks like. Definitely not. But, um, we, we both do triathlon. Um, obviously he started in ITU, but now does long course, uh, same sport, but, but very different. So, um, we value the fact that we are doing different things and, you know, I was only saying the other day that um, when I was in the airport and I'd made the decision to move down to Wollongong, um, it felt so right. And I, I sat yeah. there with confidence that I was doing the right thing. Yeah. And but then obviously in the back of my mind, I was still like, I'm, you know, I'm leaving my, my friends and my family, but Josh, yeah. like back at home, like, what am I doing? This is, is crazy. Yeah. But we, we've never followed that traditional path. And I think knowing that he has um, supported my decision and, and support the fact that um, I need to be away from him to do what I need to do 
to get the most out of myself. Yeah. Um, you know, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And obviously um, he's got a new coach now who's based um, very close to where he is in Brisbane. So oh, okay. I know that he needs to be there um, to, to be in that environment to get yeah. the most out of himself as well. So even though we're apart, we're, <laughs> we, we know that the things that we are doing we're doing them so we can be better, better athletes, better people. And yeah. um, obviously we'll, ch- we'll cherish that moment when we can actually have a, a semi normal relationship. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, I don't think that our relationship has to be a certain way. No way. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. we have, we certainly haven't followed that, but yeah. I, I definitely think that it can work if, if you want it to work. Yeah, and I think that's the important thing is finding finding the right person. Um, God, this is sounding very Oprah and whatnot, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and I'm such an expert <laughs> in relationships. But it's 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 a big lesson that I learned. Um, yeah, very early on with Brett and I, I thought that things had to be a certain way, and yeah, um, yeah, I, I quickly learned that no, and we're both better people for it. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's I think that's one of the hardest things is finding someone who wants you to be yourself like you can grow together but you don't always have to be in yeah. close proximity yeah um, yeah and it makes you an independent person yep as well and yeah I think it's cool yeah you definitely learn a lot you can obviously mm. um th- the main thing for me is you know I have I have a lot of independence and I've I've got to make sure that um you know I can hold my own and and be yeah. that independent person but also the fact that I know that um you know someone's there for me, whether physically or not, um, it helps, helps a lot, um, yeah. be that you know, strong person. Yeah. And, um, even with, with my friends, it, it's great because, um, they've grown up, um, you know, I've grown up with a lot of my friends now who have been friends since school. Yeah. So, um, they've always known that I, I was always that, that sporty chick and, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> and, and so are they, obviously they, um, they loved a lot of sport as well, but obviously I, I'm the only one in our, you know, our friendship group that has yeah. decided to do it professionally. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's so great that they understand that too. And, you know, if I need to chat, if I need to, to talk to someone and, um, it, they might want to know all about what I'm doing, but if I say, I don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I'll be yeah. like, please tell me about your life. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's great to have, have people like that as well. Um, yeah. who, you know, you wish sometimes you could see them more, but, um, you know, it, it's great to know that they're, they're there and they'll support you. Um, no matter where you are in the world. Yeah, I think that's a sign of a really good friendship is, yeah, you just, uh, you pick up where you left it pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's so important, especially like you say, when you're away so much, it's so important to know that that's what you can come home to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's definitely pretty special. Yeah. Oh, what lovely things to say about Josh. <laughs> that was really nice. Um, we, we're going to wrap it up in a second um, and we didn't have to ad-lib or anything. We got through pretty much the entire hour. <laughs> Very well done. Um, I do have just one last question, um, and it is putting you on the spot a little bit. Sorry. Um, it's not scary. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd like to get to – I'd like to know what you – your thoughts on Wits Up and what we're trying to do and what we're trying to create and deliver. Uh, you know, I think that um, even in discussion with a couple of girls, um, a couple of days ago, when you first turned up, we, we Uh kind of all said, 
no, this is good too. It's not a bad thing. Um, you know, we we just said like we respect so much what you've what you've done and what you're doing. Um, you know, obviously, you know, coming down here, we get to, to hang out a bit and, and see you. Um, you know, following us around some training sessions, but I think that um, at the end of the day, you know, you've you've started this, you know, from something so small. And you've just tried to grow it over the years and, you, you know, you'll continue to grow it because everyone can see how um, it's such a strong passion of yours. And, um, you know, I think it was Grace that said she was like, she just loves it. And, it, <laughs> and you know, I think that really just... Not in a geeky way, though. I'm not no, no, but just, <laughs> you know, it just it's it sums it up. And um, I think that sometimes you know it's one of those things that we were talking about that we might not appreciate it until a little bit after and we'll look back and be like that's pretty cool what you've done and I think that um a lot of women in triathlon and women in sport um should kind of really we should get we get behind it and support it because um there's not many people that uh would do what you've done um and I think that you know it's only continue going to continue to grow. And if we can get more people, people around women in sport and, and to showcase that um, what we're doing, you know, is interesting, is exciting. And um, it's, it's just as good as um, the, the of opposite sex. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've got, we've got you to thank for um, kind of pushing that a lot in triathlon. So um, yeah, it's, it's really great. What an awesome answer. You can be my PR rep. Thank you very much. Um, no, thank you. I appreciate it. It's always, um, it, you know, you work and I, I do all this sort of stuff for my living now. Um, but sometimes I forget to stop and actually ask whether you guys feel like it's actually doing something and you're seeing results in terms of um, exposure and all that sort of stuff. So it's nice to actually get get feedback. Yeah, definitely. Like I... I think that it, and it's something different too. Um, you know, you're out there and it, it's nice to know that you're out there cause you, you want to support us. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it's like, it's like your parents, you've got someone there who's, you know, going to support you, um, you know, no matter what happens. And yeah. I know wits up, um, you know, you report on results and, you know, you know, performance is something which you're going to report on, but it's, it's really nice to know that you're out there and you're going to be supporting people on the good days, but also the bad days. Yeah. And, um, media, the media don't have to like relationships. We can tie it yeah. back to that. It all doesn't have to follow this same, same path. And, um, it, it can be different. And obviously we're doing that in our relationships, but that I think can also be applied to what you're doing, um, for us in sport, it doesn't yeah. have to all be the same. It it can be what you want, and and that's what you've done. And yeah. I think that's what makes it um, really different. And I think that it's something which um, obviously is great now, but has the potential to grow um, over the years into something pretty big. So yeah, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm the. Now I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is this is my baby. I'm not going to have kids because this is my baby. <laughs> my mum will hate me saying that. Maybe one day. Anyway, um, I'm going to let you go because I'm sure you've got some more carbohydrates to consume. No? I have chocolate strawberries yes. to consume. 
Big thanks to Ash Gentle for joining us for our fifth episode. And my goal leading up to her next race is to work on some new puns around Ash and not Gentle. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Also, we are aiming to publish these podcasts a little more regularly for you, so stay tuned more often. 